0: Welcome to the Good Company Podcast for Tuesday, May the 10th. And we're going to talk about who we think is better with money, us or our parents. Also, an interesting treasure hunt happening in the East Coast and ways to set new boundaries with old relationships. All of this on this episode of Good Company. And you can always tune in live Monday through Friday from 5 till 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, streaming at (laughs) joyradio.ca. you're listening to good company bringing you the best in christian music and talk i'm holly taylor and there was a recent survey in the united states of america and actually those who were surveyed felt like they handled their finances way better than their parents which i found very interesting in fact because you look at people's debt load right now and um I don't know if we're doing way better, statistically speaking, but yeah, about 58% of those who are surveyed feel like they're better financial managers than their parents. Um, but about 65 admit they're kind of uncomfortable talking to their parents about money. And that's because about 60% of them believe their parents previously judged them for their financial habits. So sounds like we have to have some hard conversations. We need to set some new boundaries with old relationships. We'll be talking about that coming up later on today because it's important to engage in conversations with the people that we love. Everyone's changing. So as we change with our financial habits throughout the years, I'm curious to know if you think that you are better at handling your money than your parents. I'm going to say a hard no. My mom can stretch a dollar like nobody's business. She is so good with her money. I don't know how she stayed out of debt while I was younger. Um, I just know that when it came to balancing a budget and sticking to her budget and understanding money and how it can work for you, like she's one that I go to to ask for advice. So I am I would be in the minority in this particular poll. What about you? You can text in 905-338-1250. Also, you can head to our Facebook page. It is at MyJoyRadio. And weigh in on our conversations there. As it's kind of cool just seeing whether or not you would say, yeah, I am so good at, at managing my money. My parents, they're okay, but, you know. I learned from the masters and now I'm doing better, which is I think the trajectory that you would like to see, take the base, learn and grow. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. We do have other things to consider though, because talking about money, now there's cryptocurrencies and NFTs and is that what is it? NFTs, NTFs, I don't even know. It's like some kind of online currency to do with binary numbers. I don't know. I'm probably totally messing that up. See, I have so much to learn still. Text in, head to our Facebook page. Where are you at on this one? I'm Holly Taylor. FaithStrongToday.com is our lovely website. It is our hub. It is how we have some great access to our social media sites, literally with just a click of your mouse. Um, Also, we have wonderful articles, hopefully to encourage and inspire you. What I love most is that we really do our best to have conversations about how we can live with our faith in the world that we find ourselves in, in 2022. So check it out. FaithStrongToday.com. I'm Holly Taylor. This is Good Company. And we're talking about finances and how a lot of people recently surveyed feel like they handle their money better than their parents' generation. And apparently... This generation is not the only ones that think that. In fact, every single uh, age group feels like they handle their finances better than their parents' generation did. So, I mean, if that was the case, we would be all masters of money. And that is not the case at all. About 78% of those who are in the Gen Z cohort actually feel the most need to be financially responsible to help for future generations. So, that's interesting, kind of looking forward. Um, Of course, the best day to start saving uh, for tomorrow is today. But most of us feel like, oh, I wish I would have done that sooner. So, I mean, if that's you, no time at the present. Just start with a couple bucks here or there. And eventually, that does, in fact, grow. So, you know, even though we've got inflation happening, it's not all bad news for the next generation, as um, they're going to see wages rising, hopefully, to increase, uh, along with the pace of inflation. Not in all business sectors, of course, but there is, I think, a little bit of a better understanding that we're seeing gas prices, food prices, home and housing prices just going exponentially quick. Uh, And so I'm hoping that the next generation isn't too frustrated or feels a sense of loss about that, because it can be overwhelming. Even for us who have had our families and they're growing and you're like, oh, now I'm going to pay for college. And why are my teens eating so much food? <laughs> what once was 400 is now $1,000 in our grocery bills. So I think we've just got a different set of circumstances to negotiate. So maybe our parents did well with those problems. We've got a whole set of new problems to try to sort out. Got a message here from Kelly. She says, I actually think my parents handled money better. They We're so much more clear on wants versus needs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, We've got one here from Ginny. She says, I think I did better than my parents. However, you learn from them. You learn from their mistakes, but then you make mistakes as well. So I hope my kids are better than I am. That's a really great perspective on it. Yeah, you want to be great with your money, but I for sure want my kids to be so much better and so more aware of the different options for them with investments and now with the cryptocurrencies and all of that. It's a lot to learn. Times have changed, so I hope my children truly take time to grasp what their financial reality looks like when they are ready to take the reins of their own finances. So, yep, that's a prayer in our house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Feel free to weigh in. You can always text me. I love to hear from you. 905-338-1250. You can also head to our Facebook page and weigh in on our conversations there. Huh. You gotta get up to get down. Huh. You can also catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. We don't discriminate. We love them all. <laughs> Whatever your favorite is, we've got an app for you so you can listen to your favorite shows whenever, just in case you head up to the cottage soon and you're like, oh, I really want to hear that show. We got you covered. This is Good Company. I am Holly Taylor, and I love this. Some fun happening in Machine, New Brunswick, as the people there are finding some very cryptic clues on a particular Facebook page. That's right. Uh, It is uh, creation of the Mystery Machine Group. And as of May 1st, 7 p.m., they got their first clue, $100 hidden at Ritchie Wharf. So the money was found. And then the next day, more clues. Dun, dun, dun. It was actually found in a very small treasure chest. Now, the page's creator goes by the name of Roman Dungarvin. And apparently... um, he is an original descendant of the Dungarvan Whopper who did some unfortunate things in the community of years gone by. So to help bring some good to the family name so it's not just known for the family's dark history, they've created this entirely new game and treasure hunt around the city and people are finding clues and they are finding money. So it's kind of a cool thing. Um, Even the residents, very excited about it, waiting for those next clues. It has not just been a social media thing, but it has now also got people active out of the house. And apparently, whoever this person is, is watching because on the Facebook page, they will pop up by saying, You in the yellow shirt! You are in the wrong direction or, oh, Lady in the Flower Dress, getting closer. So it's become very interactive, a very fun thing in Miramichi happening now. And I wonder how long it will last. Enough time, hopefully, for me to take a road trip? I'm Holly Taylor. This is Good Company, and we've got some really great podcasts. Yes, Good Company is also a podcast, but we have Between the Grooves, new episodes coming on Mondays. We have Why Me Project with myself and Johnny Rocket. We have new episodes each and every Wednesday, and we have Grow on the Go, new episode today. Check it out with Donna Carter. uh, Last week, great conversation with her other daughter, not Kevin, but Kendall, talking about motherhood, and they've got an incredible story as they ushered into motherhood and grandparenthood uh, with the birth of her first child. So definitely check out that episode, but then also a brand new one today wherever you get your podcast Look for Grow on the Go. Right here on Good Company. I'm Holly Taylor and sometimes we're in relationships and over time we just get comfortable and sometimes we're unable to create boundaries that we now need. Maybe we didn't need them 10, 15 years ago, but life has changed. I mean, think about it. The only thing that's consistent in our life is change. Ironically enough, it's consistent. Just get ready to expect the unexpected. So it's just natural to think that in a relationship, if it is a long-term relationship, your needs will also change over time. But it can be difficult to set new boundaries in these sorts of situations. And let's face it, there is no perfect time to be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work for me anyway or anymore or anyhow. We have to just... Identify that we need to make some changes and just broach some of those very difficult conversations. Well, according to uh, Dr. Niha Mastery, um, setting new boundaries for old relationships can be tough, but here's what you can do just reframe some of the things that uh, you would have said normally. Uh, Just like, I know this is a different response than what I would have had in the past, but now I need. Insert phrase here. So it just seems like with all of the tips, it's about addressing the fact that you've changed, not putting on the other person. um, And and then just what is it that you need now moving forward? And I just think it's a really healthy way of taking a look at that. You know, you could say, you know, this is really difficult for me to say, but I'm really learning to prioritize my mental health. And this is why now I need this. Because then you're acknowledging like, hey, before that was fine, but I've shifted. I've changed. So then it's not um, making the past a negative experience or saying, yeah, what you're doing is wrong. It's just saying that you've changed. Um, Our relationship has always been based off of, insert whatever here, trust, love, support. And then you can say, you know, it's really difficult for me to say this, but this is no longer working for me. So I would appreciate it if we could, whatever. Insert here. That's up to you. One more for you. Uh, I've been reflecting on our relationship as it's important to me. So setting the standard. Then moving on to saying, well, this hurts me to say I cannot insert whatever that is here. So acknowledging that the relationship is important, acknowledging that you have changed, acknowledging that maybe there's a new way you guys can forge ahead with your relationship in a way that's healthy for both of you. Tough, very tough to set new boundaries in old relationships, but as you change, you know, maybe they'll have the opportunity to say, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's not working for me either. So hopefully your relationship is strong enough to have these tough conversations. I know you can do it. Have yourself a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you again right here on Good Company tomorrow on Wednesday.